Hello and welcome to today's episode of Impact Podcast. My name is Pastor Joe. This is another day with the Lord in His presence and His Word and another day with you. <laughs> I am delighted to spend this day with you even as we break the bread of God's Word together. I pray you are blessed today and I pray this episode will bless your life and that of everyone else that you will attend, you will share it with and I encourage you to do so so they are also blessed as you will be. Now, today I'm going to be speaking on what I've entitled the three absolutes. The three absolutes, that's right. And we're going to be looking at John chapter 14, verse 1 to 7. John chapter 14, 1, 4, from verse 1 all the way to 7. The the story actually continues, or the discourse continues, but we're going to stop at verse 7, and I encourage you to read the rest of it so you can get a deeper and better uh, clarity if you need so. Now let's begin reading from verse 1 of John chapter 14. The Bible reads, Let not your heart be troubled. What a good way to start. What a good, in fact, let me say that to you who's listening to me. I know it's the beginning of a new day, it's the beginning of a new week, and depending on when you're listening to this, I say to you, let not your heart be troubled. Let me say it again. Let not your heart be troubled. It doesn't matter what you're facing right now. It doesn't matter what you're going through right now. Let me begin by prophetically declaring unto you and into your life. Let not your heart be troubled in the name of Jesus. Again, I see it emphatically. Let not your heart be troubled. In fact, say that to yourself. Let's go. Let not my heart be troubled. Now, let's continue reading. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Where I go, you know, and the way you know. Verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Mm. Verse 6, this is very instructive. Uh, This is where this whole title started from. Verse 6, Jesus said to them, listen to this, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Mm. Verse 7 reads, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Child of God, I want to speak to us today on what I've titled again, The Three Absolutes. That's right, The Three Absolutes. These 
what is what I call the revelation of Jesus and the Father. If you read on into verse 8 and 9 and 10, you will see the revelation of the Father. But this is what I call the revelation of Jesus. In fact, this was a revelation he made at the twilight of his ministry. And as it began to begin to wind down on his earthly ministry, speaking about Jesus Christ now, this is he began to make uh, uh, this revelation that this was uh, on the night before his betrayer and arrest. But, but before we go into all of that, uh, what is instructive and important for us to understand, uh, it's the use of the English word, the. T-H-E, the, the, the use, look at how God chooses, or how Jesus in this case, uh, chooses to describe and reveal himself. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. He uses what we know in English language as a definite article, the not a, not an, he uses the definite article, der. Now, how is a definite article used, or well, what is a definite article? A definite article, der, is used before a noun, listen to this, to indicate that the identity of the noun is known to the reader. Yeah. Now, of course, on the other hand, the indefinite, this is dictionary meaning noun, the indefinite article, a or an is used before a noun that is general or when it is its identity is not known. There are certain situations in which a noun takes no, no article, of course. But in this case, Jesus uses a definite article. In other words, he says, I must begin by giving you a degree of, of certainty. This is the certainty of knowledge. This is a kind of knowledge by, that comes by relationship or an end by revelation. I'll say that again. It was a certainty of knowledge. There was no gainsaying or guesswork. And this kind of knowledge, child of God, comes by relationship and all revelation yes this is where he says uh, there is no ambiguity and no guessing no guesswork he is the one he says i am the one i am the one i am the way the truth and the life no ambiguity no guessing this is absolute truth <laughs> now let's go, let's go. Now, I am the way and the truth and the life uh, is one of the seven I am statements that Jesus made while on earth. Now, on the last night, on the night before his betrayer and death, Jesus uh, uh, was preparing his disciples for the days ahead. And this is when this conversation began to happen. And you must understand that for over three years, uh, this man had been following Jesus uh, and learning from his teaching, his ministry, his examples. Uh, 
they had placed their hopes in him as the Messiah, the promised deliverer. Yet they still didn't understand how he was going to accomplish the deliverance. Now after the Last Supper, in this story, Jesus began speaking about his departure, which led to the question from his disciples. And in John chapter 13, verse 33, Jesus said to them, My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now, where I am going, you cannot come. Now, this was a statement that prompted Peter to ask where he was going. In verse 36, uh, Peter was wondering, where are you going? Peter and the others did not understand that Jesus was speaking about his death and ascension to heaven. And Jesus, in response to this question of where he was going, uh, he says, where I am going, you cannot follow me you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me later. Of course, Peter was still misunderstanding and declared that he would follow Jesus anywhere and even lay down his life if necessary. And uh, as Jesus patiently continued to teach his disciples, uh, ladies and gentlemen, he began speaking more plainly and directly about heaven, describing the place he was going to prepare for them. You will see that in John chapter 14, verse 2 to 3. And then Jesus said, you know the way to the place where I am going. In verse 4 now, and they're speaking for the others. Thomas, who got up to speak for the others, said that they did not know where he was going. And so could thou, could they know how to follow him? If they don't know where you're going, if I don't know where you're going, how can I follow you to the place where you're going? It was in answer, in response to this question from Thomas that Jesus uttered what I call, what we said in the beginning, as one of the seven famous I am statements. So basically, child of God, if you and I are going to be all that God has called us to be, we must know and have a revelation of him in these three forms. Jesus, the way. There is Jesus, the way. There is Jesus, the truth. And there is Jesus, the life. Jesus, the way. Jesus, the truth. Jesus, the life. You cannot know him any other way. There is the way, the truth, and the life. I know that they said that there are many ways that lead to the market. This is not the one of confusion. There is only one way to the Father. And Jesus said, I am that way. He is all that way. There is no other way. Don't try to shortcut it. Don't try to go around it. Don't try to create your own way. This is an absolute truth. The only way to the Father is Him. And you and I must have a revelation of Jesus the truth. Now, there is Jesus the healer. There is Jesus the deliverer. There is Jesus the redeemer. There is Jehovah Jireh. This is Jesus the way. The way, the way, the way. Let's look at Jesus the way. Jesus used, uh, as we said in the beginning, the definite article to distinguish himself as the only way 
Now, you must understand that a way is a part or a route that one has to travel on or walk on or follow. And the disciples had expressed their confusion about where he was going and how they could follow. And as he had told them from the beginning, Jesus was again telling them, and us, you and I, he said, follow me. There is no other path to heaven, no other way to the Father. And of course, Peter reiterated this same truth. Years later, you will see in Acts chapter 4, verse 12, to the rulers in Jerusalem when he said to them, or speaking to them about Jesus, and he said, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name on the heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. This was an exclusive statement. The exclusive nature of the only part of salvation is expressed in the word, I am the way, exclusivity. No gainsaying, no confusion, no guessing, no ambiguity. It said, I am the way, the way, not a way, not an way, not uh, every other way. I am the way, the only way. You cannot go to the Father except through me. What about Jesus, the truth? You and I must have a revelation of Jesus, the truth. Having known Jesus, the way, you have got to know Jesus, the truth. The truth, again, Jesus used a definite article to emphasize that he was the truth. He was the truth. If you, find, if you look at John chapter, sorry, Psalms chapter 119, verse 142, he, this was described as the only truth. When Jesus had what we call Simon on the Mount, when he was teaching, he began to emphasize the law. And he, in fact, he, uh, he, he said that the law is the truth. The law is the truth. When he was speaking on the Mount, he said the law is the truth. When you look at the book of Matthew chapter 5, in verse 22, and in verse 28, in verse 32, in verse 34, and um, verse 39, and in verse 44, Jesus emphasized several points in the law. He said, you have heard so and so, but I say unto you. You have heard so and so, but I say unto you. you you have heard so and so, but I say unto you, you have heard about these and about that, but this is what I say to you, thereby equating himself with the law of God as the authoritative standard of righteousness. In fact, Jesus said that he came to fulfill the law. He came to fulfill the law. He came to fulfill the law. If you read uh, Matthew chapter 5 verse 17, Jesus said, I, I didn't come to do any other. I didn't come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill the law. Jesus as the incarnate word of God in John chapter 1 verse 1. The Bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. God, all things were, were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. If you go down in verse 14, the Bible says, And that word which was with God, which was God, became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full, 
<laughs> full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. He's full of grace and truth. In fact, the Bible goes on to tell us that the Lord came from Moses by grace and truth, came by Jesus Christ. He is the truth. You must know him not just as Jesus, the way, but we must know him as Jesus, the truth. Jesus, the truth. You must know him. Have a revelation of him. And I said to you in the beginning that this revelation comes or this knowledge comes by relationship and revelation and all revelation. You don't get to the truth if you don't know the way. How are you going to get to the truth? You've got to know what way to go to get to the truth. I know what I'm going after, but I've got to know what way, what route to follow to get there. And then when I get there, I will obtain what we now know as life, Jesus, the life. So you don't get to the life except you get to the truth. And you don't get to the truth except you know the way. If you don't know the way to the truth, you're not going to have access to the life. Mm. It's three absolute. It's in that order. You've got to know him as the way. And then that way leads you to the truth. And that truth gives opens you up or grants you access to life. Let me say that again. You and I have got to know the way. We've got to know the way when we know him as the way and follow that way, his way, him. Him now will lead us to the truth, which is himself again. And in that truth, which is himself, we find life. Because he is the giver of life. He is the maker of life. He is life himself. Now, let's look at Jesus, the life. Jesus, the life. We've talked about Jesus, the, uh, the way. We've talked about Jesus, the truth. Now, let's look at Jesus, the life. The life. Jesus had just been telling his disciples about his impending death. And now, he was claiming to be the source of all life. You see this in John chapter 10, verse 17 to 18, the source of all life. Jesus declared that he was going to lay down his life for his sheep and then he would take it back again. He spoke, of course, of his authority over life and death has been granted to him by the Father. John chapter 14, verse 19, he gave the promise that because I live, you also will live. The deliverance he was about to provide was not a political or social deliverance, which most of the Jews were seeking, but a true deliverance from a life of bondage, of sin to a life, uh, to a life to sin and a life to death, from a life of bondage, sin and death, to a life of freedom and eternity. Jesus said, I have come to bring you deliverance. I have come to free you from a life of bondage, a life of sin, a life of death, to a life of freedom and eternity. 
In this world, Jesus was declaring himself when he says, I am the life. He was declaring himself as the great I am. The only path to heaven, the only true measure of righteousness when he began to say, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. He was saying, I am the only path to heaven, the only true measure of righteousness and the source of both physical and spiritual. Uh, supernatural or spiritual life. He was taking his claim as the very God of creation. The Lord who blessed Abraham and the Holy One who inhabits eternity. He did this so the disciples will be able to face the dark days ahead and carry on the mission of declaring the gospel to the world. Of course, you and I know that that was not an easy task. It did not happen the way you will think that they will face the dark days. Did we know now that they still didn't understand and it took several visits from their risen Lord to shake them out of their disbelief. And once they understood, once they understood the truth of his words, they began to move in boldness, in authority, in confidence. They became changed people. And the world has never been the same ever again since that encounter. Ladies and gentlemen, you now, today, you and I have got to follow in the same way, in the same path the disciples did long ago. They heard the words of Jesus and believed them. They took his words and obeyed them. They confessed their sins to Jesus and their Lord, uh, confessed their sins to Jesus as their Lord and Savior. In God, they believed that he died to take the punishment of their sins away and he rose from the dead to give them a new life. They followed his example and commanded. They followed his example, sorry, and his command. And they began to tell others about the same truth. The truth about sin, about righteousness, and about judgment. Today, when you and I follow him in the way, we can be assured of following him all the way to heaven. The same way they did, we too have got to. But before we can do that effectively, let me go back again to the main pointer. We must know him as the way. We must know him as the way, as the way in John chapter 10 verse 9, the Bible says, I am the door. Jesus, speaking of himself, say, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. No other way. He says, I am the door. You don't come in through the window. You don't come in through a crack on the wall. You don't come in from under the window, under the door. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved. And he will go in and out and find pasture. In other words, your provision is guaranteed when you know him as the way. Your life is guaranteed when you know him as the way. You are secured. You don't get to hide, to come in and hide, to go out. You come in boldly. You come in by the door. You have access through the main entrance. 
If anyone shows up in your house coming in through the window, you know he's a thief. You know he doesn't have a right to come in. You know he doesn't have real access in. He's a breaker. He's trying to break in. He doesn't have the authority of the owner of the house. But when you come in through the door, <laughs> that means you may have been invited. The door may have been opened for you or you have access into the house by all means when you come in through the door it says that you have authority access either granted or owned by you to come in through the door don't through the window no and if you come in through the door he said you have access to come in and to go out and then you have a, have a privilege sorry to come in and go out and you find pasture you will not be in luck, you will not be in want because you came in through the right channel. The door, the door, the door, the door. I am the way. May he be known to you today as the way, as the way to liberty, as the way to freedom, as the way to a life of victory and success and hope, a life of beauty and color is only found in Jesus the way. What about him as the truth? You and I, in fact, before we go to the truth, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 to 20 says, Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he inaugurated for us through the veil that is his flesh. This is what the Bible called, the writer of Hebrew calls it a new and living way. This way is not a dead way. It's a new and a living way. Jesus, the way, is a new and a living way. A new and a living way. Find him today. If you find him today, you will find for yourself a new and a living way. Jesus, the truth. The Bible says in, Ma, in John chapter 8, verse 32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. When you know him as the truth, the truth, him now sets you free. He is the way, the truth, and life. So when you know him as the absolute, the only, the truth, not a truth, not all kinds of whatever truth people believe to say, but as the real truth, the truth. When you know him as the truth, him being the truth now will set you free. John chapter 1 verse 17 says, For the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. It doesn't come any other way, any other way, any other truth is a counterfeit. The real truth is him. He is the truth. John 17 verse 17 says, uh, Jesus speaking now, when he was praying for us before he ascended, before he departed earth, he says, uh, sanctify them by your truth. Your word, it's truth. Sanctify them by your truth. Jesus praying for us. He declared that your word, it's truth. In him is the word, and the word was the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with him. All things were made by him. He says, sanctify them by your truth. Your word, he is the word, he is the truth, absolute truth. You and I must know him as the saving truth, as the truth, as the truth, not a truth, but the truth. What about uh, him as life? 
John chapter 1 verse 4, the Bible says, In him was life and the life, in him was life and the life was the light of man. The light of man. This light comes from him who is the life. You don't get to see your way clear except you know him as the life. In him was the life and in him was life, sorry, and the life was the light of man. You're trying to see your way clear, but you can only see your way clear as a derivative of the knowledge of him as life. Mm, 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 mm. That sounds so good. I'll say it again. You don't get to see your way clear except you know him as the life. For the light you're trying to see, the light with which you and I need to excel and succeed in life is a derivative of the knowledge and the revelation of him as life. For in him is life, and the life is the light of man. You will see your way clear when you know him and have a revelation of him as the life. Because his life gives light. And the Bible says uh, it is in his light that we see light. In his light we see light, but we don't get to see light except we know and have a revelation of him as being the life. Because light that we need to excel proceeds from him, the life. He's a life giver and a light giver to man. John chapter 10 verse 10 says, The thief cometh not, but to still kill and destroy. But he said, But I, I, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly and have it abundantly. When you have no him and life, you qualify to have that abundant life. I don't give because I am the real source of life. I am life myself. I don't have scarcity in me. I don't have limitation. When I give, I give it abundantly. You want life. Your life should be in him for in him will live and move. John chapter 6 verse 48 says, I am the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life. So, child of God, I've come to you today to remind you that he is the way, he is the truth, and he is the life. No one comes to the Father. There is no other way to a life of dominion, a life of victory and power and glory and beauty and color outside of Jesus, outside, in fact, of this. This is why I'm giving this three absolutes. He had seven I am statements, but this three he says, I am the way, the the truth and the life, the knowledge and the revelation of these guarantees and secures our victory. A knowledge of Him as the way, a knowledge and revelation of Him as the truth, and a knowledge and revelation of Him as the life. You don't get the life except you come to the truth. You don't come to the truth except you know Him as the way, except you know the way. He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. However, you don't get access to that life except you come in by the door. When you come in but the door, which is the way, which is he, him, you get uh, directed all that way brings you to him, which is the truth. And when you find him, who is the truth? Him in him is life. When you find him, you have access to life and life even more abundantly. Mm. I pray that you're blessed today. I pray that this will minister to you in such a great way. In fact, if you do not know him as your Lord and Savior, <clears throat> this is a 
And when you say to him, Lord, come into my life, I'd like you to say this prayer after me. So, Lord Jesus, I come to you today with my heart open. Having heard your word, I believe with all of my heart that you are the child of, you are the son of God, and that you came to die for me on the cross at Calvary. I confess my sins, and I want you today, and I ask you to come into my heart. Change me. Change my life. Change my heart. I surrender my heart to you. I give my life over to you and from today i declare that i am yours i will live for you and i will do your will in jesus name if you have said that prayer child of god i say to you congratulations welcome to a new way welcome to the truth welcome to the life welcome to the way welcome to the truth and welcome to the life welcome to the way welcome to the truth and welcome to life and i say to you go into the stay and prosper go into this Weak and be all that God has called you to be. Go in the knowledge and revelation of Him, Jesus the Father, as the way. Go in the knowledge of Him as the truth. Go in the knowledge of Him as the life. And this day, this week, I decree and declare you will have a beautiful week. Weaker that is characterized by favor, that is fuel of joy, peace, uh, increase, upliftment, uh, good news on every side. Each day of this week, I decree and declare it is blessed for you and for your home and for your family. In the name of Jesus, uh, you will prosper, you will excel, no evil will come near you, no calamity will befall you. Every attack of the enemy against your life will decree and declare they will not prosper, for he has said, Touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm therefore i decree and declare no harm will befall you this week hand of the lord is upon you the hand of god is upon your family you will succeed you will excel you will come back with testimony in the name of jesus go in the knowledge and revelation of who you are who you have with you and who is accompanying you the way the truth and the life and may your life Bring him glory, but now and forevermore. Till I come your way again, I remain yours truly. Pastor George, have yourself an amazing day and a glorious week. Bye for now.